The Twins sweep the Royals. They shut them out for 26 consecutive innings to finish off this series. Decisive sweep, but Tyler Malley leaves the game early for the Twins with right shoulder fatigue. Let's break this all down on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 17th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Again, this is Nash Walker, Season 3, recording a daily podcast on the Minnesota Twins right here at Lockdown Twins and writing about the team at twinsdaily.com. Good and bad today. There's always ups and downs. The Twins sweep the Royals. They win 4 to nothing. Jose Miranda Homers has two more hits and the Twins dominated this series for the most part. Got a little hairy there in the ninth inning in game one, but since Vinny Pascontino's two-run homer in the first inning of Monday night's game, that was a two-run homer off Joe Ryan. When I'm sitting watching and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, this thing is going off the rails. The Royals didn't score another run for the rest of the three-game series. 26 straight innings without a run. The Twins pitched uh, extremely well. And now the Royals had some base runners. They didn't cash in. Some of that's due to bad luck, but the Twins made pitches, and that's what I say often. They got to make the pitches, they got to get the big swings, and they did that this week against the Royals. That was uh, a very important sweep. They needed to sweep. They couldn't take two out of three there. You have to take full advantage of a Royals lineup that's very young, very inexperienced, and you are a playoff hopeful with veterans on your roster. And yes, young guys who are excelling, like Miranda and Duran and others, but that was that was great. That was great. They outscored the Royals 17 to 2 in this series. They won 9 nothing Tuesday. They went 4 to nothing today, getting some big hits with two outs. They're back on track. You're back on track and I said it after Monday's win. They have to stack goods on top of each other. And when you win multiple games in a row and you kind of get into that groove, you get yourself back on track. And it's important because the White Sox have won the first two against Houston and the Guardians Lost two in a row to Detroit. So the Twins are only a half game back of Cleveland in the Central. We'll see what happens today and tonight in the division with the guards and the, the White Sox playing a little bit later on. But that you got to take care of your own business. You have to win the game that's in front of you, and the Twins won all three of these. And now, as I said, you just have to split to go five and two this week. But I think they could go six and one. Like take three out of four from the Rangers. That's six and one in a pivotal seven-game stretch. And then that two out of three to the Angels, that hurt but you can kind of put it in the rear view because you'd be seven and three in those 10 games. And, and I pushed for seven and three. I said they should go seven and three in this 10 game stretch and uh, they're four and two. So they got four left all against Texas. That would be great to go seven and three, uh, six and four. I said was acceptable. Seven and three is the goal. And I think that's, that's absolutely possible here. You take three out of four from Texas. That's seven and three. Uh, they're back on track. Tyler Malley, though, had to come out of this game with right shoulder fatigue. It sucks. Like it's it's you get excited about this. You get excited about the series win. You get excited about how well the twins have pitched, and then things like this happen. And he came right out today, and you noticed it in the first inning. I noticed things like this immediately. And I wonder, and I wondered with him. Sometimes I heard from Jeff Carr, host of Lockdown Reds, who watched Tyler Malley for years in Cincinnati, and he 
kind of told me like early on, he he gets his footing, like a lot of starting pitchers. He he tries to find his footing early on. And actually, in some of these Mally starts in the first two starts we saw, he was more 90-91 in the first couple innings, and then he'll ramp it up and he'll get up to 93, 94, 95 consistently, and even reaching 96. But when you see 87, 88 on the gun in the first inning, yes, it's a noon game, it's very early, but that's like below the threshold you're willing to accept. And I think the Twins felt the same way. Rocco Baldelli felt the same way. Masa Abe felt the same way. And the training staff, Michael Salazar, they all felt that way about Mali. I think they were watching. And if he's 90-91, that's fine early. For a noon game, he's he's finding his velocity and, and ramps up as the day goes on. But to be 87-88, I saw a fastball at 86 from him. Clearly something's wrong. That's 10 miles an hour lower than his max velocity. Clearly something was wrong. And this this sucks for the Twins rotation because I can't sit here and, and say to you convincingly, oh, the Twins can just rally behind this injury. Like if Mally's out for a, a significant period of time, like multiple weeks or a month, that really hurts them. I said at the deadline, if they don't make a move in the rotation for a, a frontline starter or someone who can help, they're, they're not going to win this division. They're probably not going to make the playoffs because they need that so badly. They need stability in their rotation. Ryan hasn't been great since the COVID stint. Sonny's been good in the second half, but they need more beyond that. And Mally was supposed to fill that, that hole. And if he can't, you're right back where you started at the trade deadline. So I can't sit here and say the Twins will be fine without Tyler Mally. I don't think that's true. I think if you were to rank like the five most imp- important players on this team, like Sonny and Mally are both in the top five. Like, and you could put Joe Ryan in there too, because the depth beyond them is just not, it's non-existent with Bundy and Archer going four and five innings every outing. It's it's non-existent beyond those those two. I mean, Joe Ryan sometimes is, sometimes isn't, but even he hasn't been able to go deeper into games uh, with efficiency issues and, and giving up a bunch of home runs. So Mally and Gray are in the top five of most important twins. And if you lose one of them, that's a huge blow down the stretch. And if you hopefully make the playoffs, it ain't good. But Rocco did say after the game, maybe some positive news. He said, Mally's not hurt. Like he wasn't, he wasn't hurting in any way. He doesn't have any pain. He could be saying that he doesn't have any pain, but he really does. He was stretching a little bit on the mound. He did go on the injured list for three weeks with a shoulder strain in July. So that's significant in this. It's, it's shoulder fatigue. He was on the injured list for a shoulder strain in July. It's hard not to look at that and say, okay, those two things are related, right? Those are related. And um, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, it kind of sucks the Twins have an off day Thursday because we probably won't know on Maui until Friday. And they're not going to make a roster move immediately, which I think is another good thing. He's going to undergo an MRI, and uh, we'll wait to hear on Tyler Maui. But that sucks. I mean, that really sucks for the Twins and for Maui. And this is now the second starting pitcher in a row they've gotten who is lasted less than five starts before getting hurt <laughs> first it was Chris Paddock and now it's Tyler Malley um potentially significant news for the twins and in the American League Central gonna have to hold our breath unfortunately you don't have to hold your breath with Jose Miranda you know he's gonna come through Luis Arise, Jose Miranda continue doing their thing let's break that down and the importance of them down the stretch for the twins especially without perhaps without Tyler Malley. Did you know the key to sustainable weight loss is through your liver? The liver is the body's metabolic furnace. It's responsible for flushing out harmful toxins and igniting your fat burning metabolism. But thanks to modern diets, rich in unhealthy processed foods and constant exposure to thousands of man-made and environmental toxins. Most of us have overworked livers. Thanks to liver health formula by pure health research. You can take care of your liver 
All these eight liver-boosting super nutrients work together to wake up a sluggish liver. No more bloated belly. No more uncomfortable digestion. No more feeling tired and low on energy all the time. And best of all, Liver Health Formula makes it easier to maintain a healthy body weight long-term. As a listener of our show, you can try Liver Health Formula risk-free today and get a free bottle of Curb Fit with your order. Go to getliverhelp.com slash MLB to learn more. Again, that's getliverhelp.com slash MLB to try Liver Health Formula completely risk-free. Jose Miranda, since May 20th, his overall numbers are great. I, I highlighted those Tuesday night. Since May 20th, he's played in 65 games for the Twins. He is 73 for 220. That's a 332 batting average with 13 doubles, 11 home runs, 48 runs driven in, and 47 strikeouts in, in his last 65 games, hitting 332 with 24 extra base hits and 47 strikeouts with 48 runs driven in. Since mid-May, this is multiple months of Jose Miranda being exceptionally good. He's their best hitter. Wow. I mean, I never thought I would say that. With Correa and Buxton and Polanco and everybody on this team, Miranda is the Twins' best hitter. Luis Arise, too. I mean, I'm not going to take anything away from Louis. He's their best pure, like, contact, line drive hitter. Miranda all around. Like, he hits for average. He hits for power. He does it all. And those two together, if you would have told me their best combo of left-handed and right-handed hitters would be Arise and Miranda this year, that would have been way low on my list of combos. I would have gone like switch hitting Polanco who crushed him the left side last year and Buxton or Polanco and Correa or Correa and Kepler maybe, or I, or Correa and Kirilov or Buxton and Kirilov. Miranda arise would not have been my combo. I would have picked for the first, probably 10 because Louie was like coming into this year, arise. His numbers were, were regressing like since 2019, every year he had gotten a little bit worse and he was good last year. He was good, but his numbers were slowly regressing. And I remember there were trade rumors floating about Luis Arise on like Twins Daily and on Twitter. And people were saying, well, he's getting worse and worse at the play. Like get out in front of this thing and, and trade him. Now he's got the knees of a 50-year-old man. And then he comes out this year and he's having an MVP level season for the Twins. And for Miranda, how bad he looked when he first came up. This is just why, this is why I love baseball. It's so unpredictable. I would never have guessed. I mean, I thought Miranda would be good. I talked a lot about Miranda in the offseason. I thought he'd be good. But to be the Twins' best hitter since mid-May and we're into mid-August of a, a race for the division crown, that's why I love this game. That's why I love this game. I would not have predicted Luis Arise to hit 335 this year in any capacity into August. It's unpredictable. It really is. Even when you think you're getting wild, like I think, oh, I'm going to make a prediction that Jose Miranda will be – even when you get wild, you're surprised. I, I would not have predicted, and I had episodes every day throughout the offseason and through the lockout. I would never have predicted that Luis Arise was going to have the season he's having or that Jose Miranda was going to do this, especially after what we saw early on. It's it's special to watch these two. You know, Miranda, 24 years old, Arise, 25 years old. It's it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch them go to work, and it's fun to have a left-handed bat and a right-handed bat for the future. And Miranda is under team control through 2028. I saw a tweet today. Someone was like, oh, I wish he would have come up last year so they could have gotten that bad stretch this year out of the way, and he would have just hit the ground running. I don't know if it's that clean, if it works like that. But because Miranda didn't come up at the beginning of the year, he didn't make the opening day roster when I argued like he probably should have, they have an extra year of team control on him in 2028. And Miranda probably doesn't love that. 
for the Twins, that's huge. Like 2028, they have six full seasons of him after this year. They have three full seasons of Luis Arise after this year. They have building blocks in this lineup. I think it made them more comfortable trading Encarnacion Strand and Steer uh, right now. That's a little scary because of Mally and his shoulder. But Miranda and Arise, uh, just incredible together and and so fun to watch and you add in like Correa and Buxton doing their thing and and other guys producing and Polanco's out and they they figured it out without Polo the last couple of days and and scored a bunch of runs let's look ahead to this Rangers series we're gonna have a full preview for you Thursday and then we'll have a prospect Friday which I'm looking forward to we'll re-rank my top 10 twins prospects Brooks Lee is crushing down on the minors love to see that Matt Walner's really figured it out at AAA we'll talk about all those things on Friday but uh, let's look ahead to this Rangers series and the opportunity that lies ahead for the Twins with an off day Thursday. We'll look at some pitching matchups. Let's do that after this word from NHTSA. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home, okay? It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. Don't do it. Everyone knows about the risks of drunk, drunk driving. The results are tragic and often deadly. That still doesn't behind it stop everyone from getting behind the wheel under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Do not drink and drive. Drive sober or get pulled over. Rangers coming to Target Field. I use the word opportunity a lot because the Twins have had a lot, a lot of opportunities and they've squandered a lot of those opportunities. Now, they did take advantage of an opportunity here against the Royals. They have a, a golden one against the Rangers this weekend. You got four home games. This is one of your easier remaining series. And the Twins at Target Field this year, they have been in more control. Like, they just look like they're more in control when they're at Target Field. They've had some great road series. They played great in Toronto, played great in Tampa Bay. They played great in Chicago. They swept the White Sox at home as well, and they took two out of three from the White Sox in Chicago. But they look in control at Target Field. And as I said, this started ugly. The, the 10 games against below 500 teams, Started ugly with the Angels. You lost in a bad way, but they came back and they won the next three. And what you can do now is put that Angel series clearly in the rear view. Three out of four would be a great 10-game stretch for the Twins. That would be awesome. Seven and three was the goal, and they have that now in front of them. That didn't look possible after the Angels series. It is going to be Bundy, Archer, Ryan, and Gray, and especially with Malley probably missing at least a start, you would think he's going to miss at least a start, which would have been in Houston. This, that injury hurts so bad. Like if he's, oof, it, it really does. Again, if that's, if he's out for a significant period of time, I think it does change things in the central and it changes the race because he has been so good. I, I said today, his last 11 starts coming in a sub three ERA, he had gone at least six innings in 10 of those starts. He was awesome. You know, that's going back with Cincy in with the twins. He was awesome. And I think was really starting to like put it together and was ready to take that next step. So that, that could change a lot of things, but we'll get to the Houston series. When, when we get to the Houston series, you never know, but uh, I feel less good without Tyler Malley. Simeon Woods Richardson did get called up today. Louis Varlin's at AAA. So you could see some young guys get the call to make spot starts, which would be exciting, but twins are in the middle of a division race and they need quality starts. They don't need young starts. It would be great to have both. 
this uh this series will be interesting. I mean, one of Bundy or Archer is gonna have to give you a quality start. I think they have one of them has to get deep into this game. One of them has to pitch well. And part of that is like the twins letting Bundy go a little bit further, maybe letting Archer go a little bit further. But Archer more than Bundy has not allowed himself to go further. I think there's been opportunities for Bundy to go back out there for another inning and he hasn't gotten that chance. But I think one of them has to has to do it. And a key start this weekend is Joe Ryan's. Joe Ryan's start is key. The way Sonny's throwing the ball right now, I feel pretty good about Sonny. I think he'll pitch Monday. Uh, but Joe Ryan's start is really important too. Now the the pressure is turned up on everybody, but the pressure's turned up even more on the rotation with Mally dinged. Uh, they're going to need some good starts, and they're going to need the offense to keep on keeping on. It's Martin Perez. I think they're going to see Arihara this weekend, maybe Dane Dunning. You'll see most of the Rangers rotation this weekend. And um, they're kind of cleaning house. They fired their manager. They fired their president of baseball ops, uh, John Daniels. They're kind of cleaning house over there. They're not winning. They're not a winning ball club, but they do have some really good players. Among the worst teams in the league, the Rangers are one of those better teams. They're one of the better of the worst teams because they have Marcus Semien, they have Corey Seager, and Nathaniel Lau. They have uh, Jonah Heim. They have a decent lineup, and Martin Perez has had a great year. But the Twins really got to Perez in Texas, and they scored a bunch of runs in Texas. They just didn't pitch well. They scored runs. They didn't pitch, and they need to pitch this weekend against them. Caleb Thielbar gave up a big three-run homer to, to Corey Seager in Texas, kind of representative of where he was at that time and where he is now. Hopefully he can get – I'm sure he'll get Seager this weekend. I'm sure that'll be a matchup this weekend, uh, Thielbar against Seager. So have to uh, have to be ready to go. We'll have a full series preview Thursday, breaking down all these matchups, what to expect in this series. But this was uh, this was critical for the Twins to go out there and, and take these three games from Kansas City, a team that – makes mistakes, a team that is young, a team that is far away from being competitive. They And they beat the White Sox three out of four a couple series ago. They beat the White – they played the Dodgers. They beat the Dodgers, too, in the finale, and they beat the White Sox three out of four. Coming in, you were a little bit weary of them. They're dangerous, and my partner Brandon Warren said this on – uh, locked on on our locked on twins postcast, he said they're dangerous because they're all trying to play for jobs. All those young guys are trying to play for jobs, and you saw that a little bit this week. But the twins took care of business. They 26 straight scoreless innings. And how about Trevor McGill with the big time stuff? That's why I feel more confident in the twins bullpen than I've been all year. They finally have the stuff instead of Duffy pitching the eighth inning with a fastball at 92. They have multiple options. They can go Fulmer with a slider at 90. They can go with Duran. They can go with Lopez. They can go with McGill throwing 100. They can go with Jacks throwing 96, 97. They have real swing and miss stuff in their bullpen now. And the bullpen importance ramps up even more if you miss Mally. The, the importance of the bullpen coming through is key. This is crunch time. This was a key week for the Twins. It remains a key week for the Twins. None of this matters if you go out and lose the series to Texas. They have to stack these things on top of each other and hopefully we get a good report on Tyler Malley because that would be devastating if they lost him and I it's hard for me to envision him not going on the injured list but Rocco did say they're going to wait to make that call he doesn't say he's hurt I don't know how much weight I put behind that but this is a good series win there's pros and cons as always to this game as always to series uh, but mostly the twins were great this week and and that was that was critical thanks for making lockdown twins your first listen today on the lockdown podcast network where it's your team every day now make your second listen the locked on mlb podcast mlb expert paul francis sullivan has you covered with all the latest news 
everything you're looking for. He brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Go Twins!